0: Hello dear listeners, welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word.
1: Now, today's message. Well, tonight I want to share with you a message I've titled Ministers by Grace. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3. God wants to reach out to our world. Amen. So, you and I, God is depending on us. We are the extension of God. Alright? God wants to touch our world. He touches our world through us. Okay? So, if God wants to reach out to Alfred. He doesn't come in a cloud to reach out to Alfred. He uses a man. And if you've read the scriptures very well, you know that, even when Jesus himself appeared to Paul or an angel appeared to Cornelius, there was still an element of man. Right? So there are certain things that god cannot do until he's found a man amen so you should be happy when god finds you okay say i am happy that god found me hallelujah now when god finds a man often that man is nothing okay so you see somebody who is nothing. A zero. When he zero, do you know who a zero is? I remember I was listening to a testimony of an archbishop. He said he was a wee smoker. He didn't even know how to speak English. In fact, all the two archbishops. <laughs> and God touched him. And one day he was just praying with his spiritual fathers. He would put his spiritual father's message in a walkman. So I'm talking about Archbishop Salifu Amako. Then he will be listening to the message and be praying tongues. Then one day his eyes just opened. <laughs> and a great revival was birthed in Ghana. The Archbishop also says, Archbishop Duncan Williams also says that he does not have a classmate. And he used to be one of those people at the airport. When you come, you pull. Now, we don't have, I don't think we have those people. But those days, apparently, they had guys who come and take your luggage and all of that. So, often when God calls us, we are nothing. That's how Paul says that. Many of us, when God calls us, we're nothing. Okay? Yes. Not We were not of any noble birth or any high societal reputation so God takes an an empty vessel and nothing Mm -hmm. then he fills him with something and when he fills him with something that man can become something now so it is what God has put in you that makes you something do you get it what is the value of a bell aqua bottle It's nothing without the water. What's the value of better malt? Is it better malt? Bottle. Without the malt. It's nothing. Okay. So you are worth your content. So how much of God you have in you determines how valuable you are. That's why when a man opposes God and God withdraws from him you you can just suddenly begin to realize uh, this is an empty vessel. Even though he was used of God previously, when God detaches, then you know that this man is nothing now. Hallelujah. So say, Lord, please don't stop being with me. In fact, he will never stop being with you. Because he promised, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. So, God wants to fill you. Now, why does God fill people? Okay? Why do we fill the water bottles? Give me the water bottle. This. Why do we put water in this? So that it can be used. It can be drunk. right? Good. So, if God is interested in filling you, then it... It's just telling you that God is interested in using you. Do you get it? If you can sing, it's just a pointer to the fact that God is interested in using you. Alright? If you can play an organ, if you can write, it's just a pointer that God is what? Using you. If you can play drums, take photographs. I see they relegated you Sunday evening they put you, to relegate is to put behind. Amen. But it means that God is interested in using you. Hmm? Now, what is the use of this bottle? If I try to pour the water and the water won't come out. Have you ever tried drinking Sobolo? You know those Sobolo people who chill their bottles? Mr. Uda, Mr. Uda used to sell Sobolo and the bottle will be frozen. And when you are trying to drink the so the thing won't come. Then you just abandon the bottle somewhere. It is not the bottle. It is the content. You get it. So when God has filled you huh, and he wants to partake of you now, Okay? but you won't allow what is in you to flow then you are going to be relegated because the purpose of failing you was for usage do you get my message now if god has filled us and he wants to use us more look at your pen have you ever bought a pen This pen is filled with ink. But have you ever bought a pen you try using and the ink, even though the ink was there, the thing won't write. What do you do? When we were in JHS, we remove it and try big, big, before we, uh, we spoil the pen. Or we just throw it away. Did you ever do that thing? Or you never did? So, you must yield to the usage of god regardless of what he wants to use you to do and if you read your bible there are so many things that god can use somebody to do hmm? do you know in the bible we have church administrators have you ever seen it do you know in the bible we have designers Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians so 12, let me show you. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily, prophets, steadily teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings helps governments. Governments and helps. So cleanliness a part of what God can use you to do in a church. Hallelujah. Amen. And the purpose of all this, whether it's cleaning the church, whether it's ministering in songs, whether it's sewing, one day in Christ, I will have professional tailors who will be sewing long sleeves. You know, won't be buying these long sleeves. You'll so have proper tailors who we'll sew trousers, our shoemakers who do tailor made shoes. Because the church will be so huge and it will be a big business. You get it? And all those things will come together to affect the lives of people. Alright? So, what is your response to what God wants to do? Your response to what God wants to do is to yield. so god can use you to reconcile men god wants to send the message of christ across the ends of the world and he needs you he needs you to sing so somebody can hear the message he needs you to preach so somebody can hear the message hallelujah so i hope you are beginning to realize that there's a great task given to you and i Mm-hmm. so the process of God filling you and using you is the process that we see being turned into a minister do you get it the process of God filling you and using you is the process of, of process being being turned into a minister it's not apostle lady apostle eugenia or reverend lady reverend jifa or prophet alfred prophet dr alfred mercy is that your new name <laughs> Prophet Dr. Alfred, hallelujah, amen. amen. You must understand, God does not turn you into a minister through Bible school. So, say, I want to be a part one day. We went for a conference <laughs> at Mount Paul, and they were trying to call people to Bible school then when we finish when we close that session one of the deacons came to see me did i mention his name i shouldn't <laughs> he said papa i want to go to the bible school <laughs> i said brother stop fooling <laughs> you didn't come here because of bible you came here for a conference focus on when, why you came here he was carried away by the how do you call it the whole invitation and everything I remember one crusade I preached. I preached. I preached about heaven and hell. When I finished, so look at me and said, Papa, it's like, Charlie, the preaching touch me. So you are not turned into a minister by going to the Bible school. Huh? You can go to the Bible school and come in if you are not, if God has not Giving you something to you can backslide. Yes. You can be very spiritual, go to the Bible theology what school, by the time you come back, you don't believe in God again. Yes. So Bible school is not what makes you a man of God. Seven under you you see, you don't become a man of God necessarily by seven under another man of God. Thieves have served under men of God. Was Gehazi not a thief? And a liar? Was he not under the great prophet Elisha? So it's not a guarantee. Somebody says, somebody once asked me, which pastor have you studied under? In fact, I've had a lot of people ask me that question. That is not what makes you a man of God. Am I shaking your theology yes that is not what makes you a man of god that you served under or you are training under a, a, you see you you the fact that you walk around and hold my bag may not necessarily mean having you seen businessmen follow pastors and they are or they've been following the pastor for 30 years and they've never preached before yes so if somebody is a pastor's driving, they're always under them, he's sending that it doesn't mean one day he will also be a pastor. No. What turns you into a minister is when you embrace the responsibility God gives you. What makes you a minister of the gospel or a minister of God is when you have a responsibility. Huh? I remember one time. I don't know if i should use this example we were we were, we were trying to no i will not use it it's fine let me just but someone somebody wanted to get ordained he didn't have a church he didn't have a congregation but he just wanted a title so he went to see a senior pastor from another church and said oh charlie let me just try and attach myself to your church so that i can get the title and he got it. Doesn't mean he's a true man of God. Okay, you're a pastor. Where is your flock? Which people do you pray for? Which people are you overseeing? A pastor is someone who oversees a flock. So can you say someone is a shepherd? Huh? When he doesn't have any flock. Not even goats. It's not a name. It's responsibility. Okay so the responsibility you are given in the church is a great privilege that is what makes you a minister that's what makes you a servant and forget about all the names and the titles bottom line we are all servants of god so what you are doing is what makes you a servant of god so i pity those who don't have a responsibility in the church Or those who have responsibilities but don't take them serious. Hallelujah. If God will ever turn you into a great person, it starts with he putting something in your hand to do. Look at your life. What makes you you in this church? Just tell me. Is it your, your hair? Is it your face? Is it your purple glasses? Is it your nose mask? No. It's what? What you do. So the day they take what you do away from you, you become nothing in the church. Me, how would you know me? Look at me, look at me. I can stand with Mr. Uda, then he'll be charging people 1,000 Ghana, 1,005 Ghana yesterday I was in a car with him, he said he has charged somebody for just clothes, so thousand Ghana, thousand fifty Ghana, And he was even saying, oh, he made a mistake so he's come to revise the the money. What makes Mr. Wuda say, oh, Charlie, I'll give you a dress to wear? Is it because of my hair? No. It's because of what I do. So you are as valuable as what you do or what you are doing. And the day that what you are doing is taken away from you, you will see that you are nothing. Yes. The day we see don't count the money again because you are doing to know. That day you see you are nothing. Then you say, Oh, it's okay. Don't play the organ again. Oh, God forbid. God forbid. Uh-huh. did you say, hey, it's okay. Uh, I shouldn't say it. That day you realize that you are nothing. You come and sit in you'll be there. You say, there's nothing to do. say, oh. I me value What am I am by because I preach? Yes. Huh? Because I what? So, if God says, you won't preach again, oh, I'll be mobile. I'll be what? One day, a prophet Died, and the wife came to see the prophet say, Prophet, my husband is dead. My husband is dead, and what? And all his debtors, his creditors have come. But this was a prophet's wife. He used she used to walk with the husband when they are going to preach. Come, you to come. You thought I was coming to do me stand here. So these are the prophetic couple. Kadulebe The woman had gold ring. Pastor's wife, they like big, big rings. <laughs> and bold straight hair. Hey, with gold glasses, not this rubber one. So when she's walking with her bag and her lace, they should be doing a uh, baby na yoka dance and walking. They should be going like that. No, God forbid, not you. But one day the prophet was not around. Oh! <laughs> Suddenly. You see, she thought that her role was because she was. You see, she was not prophesying, she was not preaching. No. She was only who she was because of the prophet, the responsibility of a prophet's so the prophet was not there again. The people who used to say, Mommy, oh, Mommy. The same people came Eh, who could not be You can sit down. So you are nothing without a responsibility. That's sometimes when people are giving things to do. Not much, more, more, had some workers. He has some workers. And his workers revolted against him. Then he do do you know what he said? He He said he will starve them of job. He won't give them (laughs) job to do (laughs) because every day he'll be giving them job. Every Mr. Oda was saying every week he gives one one of the guys he can earn like six hundred CDs a month. How many even bank people can get six hundred CDs a month a week? Two thousand plus graduate. Some a graduate sat in my office. uh, I said how much do you take? He said thousand five. Yes. You, you, you've not been to secondary school before you are making tutor. then he they began to revolt <laughs> okay fine I won't bring you things again. right now they are calling him please bring us things to sow because without the sowing, you are nothing am I preaching so embrace God's great opportunities that he gives to you to serve amen Ephesians 3 7. Look at what Paul said. Hallelujah. Wherefore I was made a minister. I was made a what? According to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Verse 8. And to me, huh? And to me, whom, who am less than the least of us, is grace given. That I should preach among the Gentiles. So, brother, Paul was nothing. The only thing that made Paul, Paul, was what? The privilege to preach among the Gentiles. Yes so maybe gamel all that you are is just because you are writing the devotional yes my sister maybe all that you all that you are is because you count the money me i know all that i am is because i am privileged to hold this microphone and the day i i i, I share i can't hold it i will lose my value yes even when you take milo and i want to it's valuable it's valuable it's like hey Milo, Milo. But when you check the expiry, like the expiry, then suddenly you say, oh, it's not valuable again. It's not what valuable again. It is not valuable again. What? What reason? I was looking for something in the fridge. Then I just took. It. I was so happy. But when I took, it, I realized that the expiry had passed. I said, ah, I just threw it in the boiler. Is boiler like a correct word? Rubbish. Okay, I didn't mean to be offensive. All I mean is the other name for Bola. Huh. So, Paul says that I was given the privilege to what? Preach. So, you, 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 your privilege to do something in God's house is what is making you into something valuable. Yes. Hallelujah. The responsibility. So, none of us should run away from responsibilities. It's a great privilege for you to do something in the house of God. Hey, now, listen, there's nothing you people do in this set that me have not done in this set before. Yes. Let's, let's compare. When the church started, me, I used to arrange church. I used to lead worship. I used to lead prayer. (laughs) You remember? By the time I'm about to preach, I'm sweating. Don't envy me today when I just come and I stand here as if, like, I'm not sweating, my shoes are neat. It's like this guy looks like an American pastor. There were times, if I'm preaching, I'll be yawning. Because I'll be tired as I'm preaching. No anointing days when i preach my shoe be dirty and people be laughing at my shoe my i had a crocodile shoe. they made me give it up to pastor Isaiah. but now they lie they can't get me to do that again so your responsibility say i will accept my responsibility in church hallelujah number two what happens when you are not given any responsibility If you are not doing anything for God, you are not in the process of being turned into something great. So, someone say, what is the litmus test? Or what is the pointer that Jifa will be great? What is the pointer that Mr. Uda will be great? What is the pointer that prophets will be great? The mark on prophets that shows he will be great is what he does in church. So we see the prophet turned into something great, or we see the prospects in Prophet's life when he holds the microphone and say, I welcome you to today's service. As long as he keeps doing that, we know that God is turning him into something great. But when he loses that opportunity, or when he frowns at it, or when he says, I don't want it again, then we know that he has lost relevance. God forbid so what have you been given the opportunity to do is it to give is it to help is it to partner is it to usher is it to sink that is the pointer that you will be great do you get it because everything you are doing Alfred, what you are doing is when we look at you we know you'll be great because of the pieces you are sitting behind now move from the pc and come and sit here hurry up Every Sunday, if we come and we see him there, there's something in us that tells, Oh, Charlie, the guy will be great. But every Sunday, if you come and see him here, not nothing. Won't your mind change? Yes, suddenly you see that. Ah, what is happening with this boy? He's not serious again. But when you are there, when you are behind your responsibility, we know you are being turned into something great. But when you leave your responsibility, you know it's not it won't work. So, Brian bringing bussing people to church brother you can go back Bussing people to church following people re- regardless of how tiresome tire some it is is what makes us know that you have a great future ah namo mo basori and amon beto me ah and pastor obi be kan see on person be say me me pray for mp for hacho na yen se say mo basor kan amon beto na me tika washing baby ana say my destiny there my destiny here won't you see the disparity yes when you detach from what god has called you to do you lose relevance you lose relevance you lose you are only relevant to the point of doing what god has ordained you to do yes David and, said, On snap. and David despised that, that job. If David had despised that job and said, this is nothing, this is nothing, I would not sit by it. Do you think David could have become king of Israel? No. Do you think when God gave us the fellowship and I despised it, do you think I'll be here? It is when you start doing the thing God has called you to do. That is how you are turned. Every big thing starts small, my brother. Every little thing you are doing has the prospect of becoming great tomorrow. And every great thing uh, doesn't start great. We were in Medina. Mr. Wood's house, opposite. A woman came, a very rich woman. Just suddenly bought a warehouse, built a warehouse, came to dump Unilever. Uh, sardine mini, 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 many plenty inside look what's it she said she has started a wholesale shop no experience nothing then people began to spend her money then the goods started expiring. i mean she has money you can't compare that business with somebody who has done tabletop learned through the pains done kiosk huh done container kiosk and container is different Container rented a place, started a supermarket, start supermarket saying, oh no they are here. Okay, let me get where." That person has developed capacity over the period. Yes, so that person cannot fail easily. So when you see somebody who just shoots up and says, "I am here, I have come, you must be careful. That is why your greatness didn't start from your greatness. Your greatness start, started from your nothingness. And you must be wise to embrace the days of nothingness. You must be wise. You were you wise to embrace the days of counting. After church, you just count one, two, three. One, two, what? Then you are done. How's the balance? Papa, 23 cities. Thank you, Jesus. Then we move. 23 cities in your uba. A new business. yes and now you are moving to higher levels so be, be wise to accept it, it may be tiring but it may it may be the least of the jobs whilst the david's f- brothers and school were in the house chilling he was in the backside of the desert taking care of the goats and the sheep but little did he you know that was going to be his training point to being turned into something great which great musician started on a big stage tell me i'm yet to know so you should be worried or you should not be happy when you don't have anything to do for God. Because what you do for God is what proves that you'll be great tomorrow. Hallelujah. Number three, we stand a lot to benefit when we yield to the call. Why? Because our nothingness is completely eradicated. Immediately, God chooses us for a specific assignment. Our nothingness. Look at, it says, and to me, who am less than the least. Hey! Look at the adjectives Paul is using. I, I am less. Give me, amplify. Let's see if we can get the English. To me, though I am very least of all the saints, God's consecrate. No. I don't think I, I want this. Give me NLT. And this is I just explained that King James. line. Though I am the least deserving of all God's. No. Go back to King James. And to me, who I'm less than, Luca he sets the mark for the least. Oh, it's like zero. Zero is the least. Then he says, "I am less than a zero. I am the. I am less than the least." So, in the kingdom, I was nothing. Ah, when Jesus came, people were moving around with Jesus. And me, I was still doing some things. But today, that's what he meant. Cause Paul never saw Jesus. Huh? Paul never saw Jesus. Paul never saw Jesus physically. He only met him by revelation. But even though he didn't know Jesus like John, even though he didn't know Jesus like Peter, he came ahead of all of them. Why? Because he was given the responsibility to preach among the Gentiles. By the responsibility God gave Paul, he became useful. His nothingness was eradicated and he became something. Yes. When you accept the little responsibility God gives you, that is how you become a great person. Yes. Look at all the great men of God. If you listen to their story, Pastor Chris, Bishop Doug, Bishop Oye all of them at a point, they were doing things that was not related to what they their Christ Embassy or Winners Chapel or No. Yes. Bishop Doug was a, 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 a drama in a, a, an organist in a church in UK. It wasn't related to Lighthouse. So those days, he said one day, he was even going there in a shoe. A tear, so he had to be dragging his feet like that. Bishop Oedipu said he went to a village to do mission's work and he said, God, I'll be, if you give me the opportunity, I'll be, do a church here for you. He said he, he helped set up a church and the people gave him a lantern and said, You brought a light into this city, into this small town. We give you this light, lantern. Let, it sh- let your light shine all across the world. Yes. Do you think they all started by standing in front of 400,000 people? No. They were nothing, but as they committed to the small thing, the preaching of the gospel, today they've become something. That's why if you can commit to what you are doing and commit to what you are doing and commit to what you and you commit to what you are doing, it can become something great. Do you think people who give to the kingdom, Mr Uda, in millions? Do you think they started giving millions? No. No no, I was with a man of God, and he was sharing, me, sharing with me how he gives money to his spiritual father. He said, Pastor Mubarak, I started, I remember very well when I started sharing, I didn't have enough, so I'll buy MTN, 20 CDs, 30 CDs, that's what I used to send to my spiritual father. He said, today, in a month, we can send 25,000 CDs to him. Yes, from this church to him. The least we sent is 15,000. In a month. If you don't commit to the thirty CDs, do you think you can see there? Many of you are here. You walk to my office, and when you are walking out, you drop ten thousand dollars, I say, Papa I used to drink, used to buy toothpick. But I see some meat is in your tank, so Charlie, factor toothpick never see Yes. Do you think if you are not giving ten CDs, you can get there? No. You have to start with five CDs. You have to start with 10 cities. Yes, accept that every great thing starts small. So, know that this small thing that you are doing is what will make you something. Elisha was nothing. But he began to pour water on Elijah's hands. That's how it comes. When, when they look for Elijah, they didn't call him a prophet. They say, oh, Elisha, you don't know Elijah. The, the small boy used to pour water on Elijah's hands. That's how they refer to him. That's how they were. They refer to him. Elisha was nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Fishermen became great apostles by committing to the responsibility. Who was Peter? Peter was a, a fisherman who couldn't even speak correct right word Hebrew or Greek. Yes, Greek. Old Testament is what Hebrew new testament is greek hallelujah jesus was a carpenter's son but he became a what a messiah by accepting the responsibility i see you becoming a great person as you faithfully go about your duties as you walk in the rain and come to church as you commit to playing the organ as you sit behind the pc as you are turning the camera around That is your destiny. I saw someone polishing this glass. As you polish this glass, that is how you are polishing your destiny. Everything that you are doing for God, I prophesy to you that it is the beginning of the greatness in your life. And may you receive grace not to stop in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. May we be seated. Finally our prosperity is greatly tied to the purpose and the responsibilities God bestows on us as i've served god oh brother god has done some mr oda as i've served god you know this me i'm not me i'm not shy to say certain things So my brother is mr oda is, yeah. as i've served god mr oda i've moved from not for anything. I've moved from the days where I'll go and say, "Joe, today you must give me an offering." Did you see that video where the guy was in the church eh, and said, "Collection there, open anoma. By way there, open, open o, umpe o, Obama." <laughs> he said, "Must." I said, "Joe, Charlie, the car stop o." He said, "Oh, Bishop, for where?" I said, "Charlie, I don't even know where I do." But Charlie, we for buy four. Oh. As if I'm the one driving the car Who needs for He said, Bishop, look for any momo person. Then make a do. Yeah, I don't forget. I've not forgotten this thing. So then I'll go then you do. Send me money. Hundred CDs, fifty cds, Charlie buy four. If not for anything. As I commit to the responsibility God has given me. Now at least he can have some rest. Oh, Miss Auda, you know, you at least you don't. I won't call, I, won't, I don't call him as literally my full finish. Uh, we were driving that, we were jogging the other day. I saw someone trying to spark the car. I said, Oh, this thing happened to me. It's been long. I don't remember the last I tried starting a car, it didn't start. But there was a time I used to pray in tongues for the car to move. Unto to me, <laughs> Mr. Oda, I can sit down. On to me, who am less than the least of all saints. It's grace given that I should preach. Look at what Paul is going to preach. On. That I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches in Christ Jesus. We have riches, unsearchable riches of Christ. Now, offer a bottle now the oil. gum now she oil in a about it is a way of suffering. If you're a pastor, you don't have to steal from the church. You don't have to steal the church's money. Once you are a pastor in the church and God is giving money to the church, you to your shared inside. No, it's not that you're stolen the church's manual. No, because God can't watch his church and leave you. Now all your cry, your sheer but may become one. Now we are mini pa. As you do God's work. He gives you he exposes you to the unsearchable riches hey do you know what it means to be exposed now you've never seen some type of money because you are not in a certain environment one day i was talking to i went to nigeria when we were in nigeria i was talking to a pastor friend of mine he was a bank of ghana so he was telling me how bank of ghana staff are comfortable he said you look for a house, they'll buy it for you. You look for a car, they'll buy a car. I think every number of years they buy a car. And he was explaining to me. They asked Why is it that he said? He said, Because we are exposed to money. So they want to make us comfortable so our minds don't come on stealing the money. Yes. On set riches. They dump you in a room full of cars. He says he one time the job he was doing, he said, he passes all the money they have one well, says. Machine is bank and sir, because they have cash of cash and they have all the banks have to bring their balances, so there's a room where you enter, they have big, 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 big machines that have laser to test if the money is counterfeit or not. So he's he's the one who is stashing the money, so like he's exposed now. When you are called as a man of God, you see you you begin to mingle with the unsearchable riches. Am I teaching? god dumps you into money yes because as a man of god you'll be transacting a business uh, sorry uh, uh, you'll be having a transaction maybe you want to change all the sound in the church and sonny is coming to do it for two million dollars yeah you've, uh, you're exposed to it at least you've seen two million dollars before to the church you see some monies you've handled some monies yes yes on riches and that is even cash that is even cash because the unsearchable riches is higher than cash. Cash is just a subset. Hallelujah. And these are the things you'll be mingling with. Huh? Hallelujah. Are you there? Luke sixteen eleven. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous man, who will commit to you your trust, their true riches? So, this is true riches. This is money. But there's, there's, there's one that is higher than true riches. Yes, because true riches is saying that, ah, you got 10,000 CDs. You got 30,000. You got 40,000. Give the church your tithe. You say, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I want to save. I want to save. Okay. God is saying, if you are not faithful with your 40,000 in the account and you want to save, thank you but I will also not give you the true riches. Because I needed you to take some part of that money to commit. And it doesn't matter if you've been given no Now, polytang, siyona yebiye, and then ubu, one bucket O chinna bu one, na, the next time, Hasn't it spoiled everything? No, what I'm saying, you don't get. If Mr. Oda gives today, gives tomorrow, give the next day, the next time we go, or God touches his eyes, say, give us again. Then he says, Oh, I've been giving too much. I'm tired. I'm burdened. God forbid. You cut off. You cut off. The day he said, God, I can't do it. I'm tired. I'm this. It means that ah, you now you're okay. Eh? Now you you I, I was using it as an extension. Now you won't be an extension. Okay, I cut you off. You look for another poly where when people go, it will open freely. You your water will be there, but it will go bad. What how do you call that thing? Spirogyra. A bit few no, we used to drink this Rambo. Then one day they said they should clean it. And that Rambo, every day when you do, you get so The day we clean the Rambo, we realize why we're getting so Never need Hallelujah. <laughs> Who will commit to your trust? The true riches. The true riches. So, here, even true riches is not a small thing to come by on. Yes not many people get to church because many people are not faithful. If God is faithful to give you oxygen today, tomorrow, 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 80 years, he has never said, oh, yesterday I gave you, I'm tired. But you, you gave ten cities, ten cities, ten cities, and then the next time you say, oh, you'll be moving every day, me, I'm, I'm the one I give you, I'm the one give you. You see, you are not faithful. Yes. You are not faithful. If God is giving you waking you up every morning, and you you come to church Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, says, "I'm tired every day. I have to go to church." You see, you're not faithful. What if God said, "Me to I'm tired. I can't wake you up today." Mm. You see where you end up. Mercy, God says, "I'm tired today. I can't. My legs are hurting. I can't carry myself and wake you up." You'll be there, 10 a.m., 12 p.m. We'll be waking up. Then we'll, we'll be doing something. We'll be planning. God forbid. <laughs> so if God cannot even even true riches is a big deal, how much more unsearchable riches? Romans 11 Unsearchable riches. Huh. All the depths and the riches. Now I'm talking about unsearchable riches. Oh. Both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. True, uh, you see, the true riches of God is given by wisdom and knowledge. Yes, that is why when Solomon asks for wisdom, God says, I'll give you hmm, what you did not ask for. In wisdom, Solomon was going to be very rich. And, and that was not only... We, see, money is just a subset of yes. wisdom. Yes. So, as a man of God, money would just be a subset of the great things that God will put in your hand. The influence and the power. Look at it. Oh, the depth of the... It's like God's riches is so deep. He said, I was called to preach to the Gentiles The unsearchable. The deep riches. The unsearchable. The deep riches. The wisdom. Both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable. How is... You can't think about it. And this is what God calls you. Now, if God is committing wisdom to you, you know, you know when I knew I'll never be a failure in ministry? Do you know, do you know that day it dawned on me that me, by God's grace, I'll never fail in ministry? By God's grace. Was it there I sat with Apostle ben and he hit me like this. My eye opened. I tell you, he see, he hits me like that, and he he gave the scripture and said, "Ah, I've been a very foolish boy. How come I never realized this? My eye just opened that day. I knew I had a key. And many of you us, you see, we are preaching the keys, so, but you don't realize. Yeah, it's their are keys, so. and at our age, if we come, look at what Apostle. I don't go by God's wisdom to share with us this is the key that has made him give 500,000 Ghana cities in a year to only men of God. He's not, he's not talking about school fees he's been paying. If you go to, people, people come, oh, school fees, he's paying school fees for plenty of people. And he has these keys. He hit me three times, my eye open like that. <laughs> I knew I found it one day i was talking to my my brother rich one he said when i got the key the limits broke the limit you see a certain knowledge i'm talking true riches true riches is found in wisdom and knowledge a certain key came to him and he the limit was broken the limit was broken he suddenly knew that he, he he his life was never dependent on his salary it was a limitation, but it it got broken. Yes, the day I also found out the key. I was sitting with the man. The man hit me and said, "To prosper, you must so consistently into the life of your prophet." And I woke up. I like ah, really? This thing I never thought about it all. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and hear ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye prosper. And believe, so shall ye be established, and believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Then I knew, ah, prosperity is in my prophets honor for me to prosper it lies in my prophets like how I honor my prophet I said I found a key I found a key and I started doing it then 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 it works it works now that's not even what I'm talking about but it works so let's go back we are closing you have the opportunity to be rich if you take serious this privilege that has been given to you why because by virtue of what you do you are drawn into riches there are certain things you never know there are certain places you never be exposed to there are certain areas you never go have you ever had the privilege to enter into the vault of a bank no why because you are not a banker you are not a policeman there are certain depths of knowledge depths of wisdom you will never come close to if you are not a minister, if you don't work in the house of God, if you don't do things that pertain to the house of God? Huh? Do taxi drivers see angels? It's not part of their work. Huh? Men of God are the ones who see angels. Do doctors see angels? When lawyers are in the court, do they see angels? Do lawyers prophesy? Do lecturers, professor, have you ever seen a lecturer teaching you in math Martin and says, I see an angel here. It's not part of their work. By you, because of the work you do, you are exposed. Would you ever happen to witness an operation? I don't think so because you are not exposed to that environment. But by the virtue of what you are doing in church, you are exposed to the unsearchable riches. And as you are exposed to these unsearchable riches, there's no way you can be poor. So when you move when you see a bank of ghana man walking away from his job you see that this man is walking away from money he doesn't know he's offended at i mean how can you be counting money like this and we are buying you cars and houses they go to work and somebody say ah you you didn't comb your hair your hair looks scruffy and he saying hey me you my will you be offended at somebody You you walk away from this kind of money because of what? Somebody say your hair is not nice. My hair is not nice, okay. I don't know the not of the month, I don't go to my house with you. Then my money I came for. So stay on the job. Stay on what? The job. And finally, finally, you must understand that all these things sum up that God will use you in the body. Now, it may sound very motivating like I'm encouraging you. Oh, let's serve God. Let's serve God. Let's serve God. But you know, there's also a judgment part, which if you knew about you probably not think this is uh, an option for you. Second Corinthians 5.10 just one passion one purpose to know you look at it for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body now this body I was so amazed I found out during the week I was listening to a man of God he said this body is two things one is your body your physical body so if you are into fornication pornography all those things you give account and the other body is the body of Christ so one day Mr. Buddha you will be judged what you did in the body of Christ what you did in Christ's love you will be judged God will judge you whether it be good or bad and this for this one, realize that you don't have many options like that. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Sometimes you can be given an invitation. I remember one time I listened to Bishop Black, and he said there was a there was an army commander or something who was invited by his general. But the invitation was written in such a way that he thought he could. Turn it down. You know, sometimes you can be given an invitation or you can be told to do something. Like even me, sometimes I can say things like people are not smart. They think I'm giving them options, but they don't know that I, it's just the same. I'm telling them to do what I'm telling them to do. I can say I can say, oh, decide. Like, you know, let me know. <laughs> let me know what you think, you know. But they don't know. you, my, my, One day, you came to talk to me and I, she said, I said, oh, choose where you want to be. But the way I was talking, <laughs> you can't choose another one. Because the way I've talked, then there's some, you know, if you decide to choose another one, you see that you've you become very disobedient. That is how God is. He says, oh, you can do my work. Oh, serve me. But you don't know. It's not snarl. Verse 11. We are closing. It's not snarl. Why? Because there is a terror side of the Lord. Knowing the terror of the Lord. That's why we are preaching like this. So, Charlie, whether it's for the money, whether it's for making you something, bottom line is, Charlie, we must save the Lord. It's like the man who went to do the juju. Say one juju money, Then the 30 say said, whoever appears in this calabash, you will kill the person. Then say, the, 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 the son, I think his only son. Then he said, i say some <laughs> <laughs> He said, mean to me. And the man said, ah, you've come too far. Once you've looked in the calabash, either your son goes or you go. Okay, the man said, okay, we give you three weeks. To go. The guy went to look for Prophet Kakabedo. <laughs> so I think he got there the second day. He couldn't find, so he got there. Prophet was in the house, he called him back. Daddy, there's somebody here. He said, If you don't come, the Prophet said, oh, I'll come. I have a service in the evening. And when the man came, he saw Prophet Kakabedin. shaking like that. the Prophet prayed for him. He said, Go home. Won't go. I won't go. I want to sleep here. <laughs> the next day prophet came the next day passed so he didn't die and the next day prophet the man was laughing he was happy the prophet said but today you can go and say no i want to verify again i'm still one more day i want to make sure all the I have left hallelujah praise the lord so tonight we have the great opportunity and all this is by grace for by grace Amen. Ephesians 3, 7. Wherefore I have made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God. According to the gift of the grace of God. Now, I want to ask God to bestow this grace upon us that we'll be able to do the work of the ministry. Lift your voice.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.ChristAboundingLove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.